Welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box, brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. It's me, Triple C, back again with, uh, you know what, two people I had a shit ton of fun with last week. Uh, welcome back, Becky. Forget Brando for a second. He can wait. <laughs> Thanks for coming back and joining us. We're going to get right into it. I'm glad you decided it was cool enough to to revisit. I guess you had fun last time, yeah? I did. I'm so thankful you guys thought I was cool enough to come back. Still deciding. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to give out all my secrets. Okay, Brando, I guess we can acknowledge that uh, you're there. Are you making it? Are you, uh, Brando, like, let's give him a little golf clap here, Becky. Brando has joined the vaccinated in the country. You Team got your Moderna. Team we got two Pfizer's oh. and one Moderna. Oh, Pfizer. <laughs> we spilt the same blood and the same mud. We're blood yeah, brothers. Man. How you doing? I know you said your arm was killing you a second ago. <sighs> Tomorrow's going to suck. That's all I can tell right now. Yeah, man. Nah, it, it'll, it'll hit you pretty good, though. The arm hurts. I'm exhausted. I'm starting to feel a little nauseous. But I'm here. And we're proud of you. We're so, so proud of you. So I thought about proud. just going to lay in bed and phoning and calling and calling in with my phone and AirPods. But we got to give the people the high quality they deserve. Yes. Yes. Thank you, listener. You get all of our good treatment. <laughs> Appreciate you listening to that one parents. five-star review. Thanks, JJ. So, okay, so we're going to go right to JJ Watt. We got, we'll, we'll get back to that. We spent a lot of time on on the Rockbiter last week, and I want to draw that comparison out for sure. So, um, But look, I want to say something about vaccines because we, we are, I don't want to go too serious about it, but I have to put Becky's uh, beautiful use of the English language uh, to work here. As a nurse who puts up with endless amounts of bullshit from um, just awful fucking people, yes. give us a, a motivational, uh, you know, what do they call it? A PSA. What let's let's what's our PSAs to people who are on the fence about getting the vaccine? Yo, all just, right, just get the vaccine so we can all um, ro- like raw dog the air because I'm fucking sick of wearing masks. Like, that's all I want. Just get the vaccine. See, it's funny you bring that up because when this all comes to an end, part of me is going to miss the added level of public anonymity the mask gives me. Well, nothing says... I I don't think that necessarily uh, everybody's going to stop wearing them. I think it'll, it'll be more like we've seen everywhere else. Like, I remember when I was a kid, or, you know, in the 90s, you'd see uh, like an image of the Tokyo subway and there'd be a bunch of people wearing masks and you'd be like, that's so weird. Yeah. You'd, they you'd had just... COVID under control. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is it's, I think that's the way it is here now. No, no, I, I think that it'll be seasonal masks. You don't think so? You think no. everybody's gonna be like, fuck it. I'm yeah. thinking at least 74 million people are not going to be on board with it. No. You know what? If we have it under control, I don't give a shit. I don't really like wearing it. My thing is, uh, you know, I think I, I don't envy the couples where if your wife or husband is a nurse and you're not or a doctor and you're not and you don't you have like this issue where you don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to be in the middle of those fights. You I know do. what I mean? Like, I want to sit there me. with popcorn. Oh, I'm, right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with Becky. Give me that popcorn. I'll like, sit right there and watch that fight. 
like here's your milk duds brando like let's sit and like i'll be like team husband all day i'm weirdly fond of watching conflicts that have nothing to do with me oh me too yeah, i love I know it that. that's why i watch I trash that. reality that's why well I like what? what's your trash Jersey reality Ford. what's your gold reality gold standard uh housewives real housewives Oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> is is that? I remember there was a there was a vine where <laughs> it's goals. Was... It's my life goals. Like marry JJ, <laughs> and then start like a start like an NFL Real Housewives, right? And then With I you can as the star. yeah, I can just be the superior housewife. Well, of course, you're, you're Mrs. Watt. Yeah. And then, like, I can have, like, the catchiest catchphrase. I have a couple in mind. You have any ready for us right now? Or you yeah. got something in the craft room? Okay, no, what's your... Yeah, I'd be like, okay. check out these TDs. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like... You know what? You should take the one from uh, from uh, 30 Rock. What was... <laughs> it's my way till payday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Or I, like I could like I could play. spin it and be like, you know, like um I'm just here for the Fab Fit Fun Box. Like <laughs> Again with the Fab Fit Fun Box. I just want one really bad. Just really bad. Real housewives, things like that. They get them right, for free. So I'm looking to be on The Bachelor. I'm looking to be on Real Housewives. I'll do the real world road rules challenge if that's still a thing. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think I would totally turn into a, just an asshole. If you that's got a, yeah, like that's how you win those shows. Yeah. I would just be in it for like the drama, like I said. And I would be a pot stirrer too. I'd be like, Let's, so and so said listen, this. That's <laughs> the other uh that this is that thought over there, Brando. That's basically how he is too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'd be like, I'd be like, so. <laughs> Did you hear who was making out in the bushes? They have let, rashes let ask, now. Let me ask you this, because here's a reality TV deep pull for you. Mm-hmm. Would you be Would you be the puck of the Bachelorette? Oh wow! Puck. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. That's old school. That's real mm-hmm. old okay. school. Tell us who Puck is. You got to tell the audience because they're probably never heard of him in, in their life. Uh, I believe it was the season two of The Real World. Real and I'm World, sorry, New Mitch, York. Mike, I'm sorry, Mitch. Uh, my dog is eating in the background. I'm sure you you all can hear it. Um, yeah, I think it was Great. Real World San Francisco season was it San two. Francisco or New York? No, it was San Francisco because Pedro okay. was there too. Rest oh yeah, I forgot. R.I.P. And uh, Puck oh, was just yeah. the he was the instigator, the the absolute slob. And to this day, often when I'm dipping a, a knife into some peanut butter, I think of that disgusting fuck doing that with his oh, fingers. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That guy had... No, I would not be that bachelorette. Okay, that's good. Didn't he... he, Who is the... um, Who is uh, uh, the older mentor detective in Point Break? Who is Keanu Reeves's... Gary Busey. So Gary Busey's son. That guy, Puck, looked like Gary Busey's son to me. Holy shit. Totally. That's... uh, (laughs) I totally think it would be, but that I remember watching the fucking funny thing is, okay. So 
reality TV in general. And I totally remember Puck. And I remember that was when reality TV was still uh, this new thing, right? And people were getting like completely sucked in, whether it was Survivor or, you know, any of these uh, MTV based shows. Because MTV started with, it didn't start with road rules, right? It started with real world. It started real world, yeah. And then road rules came later. Right. Right. So, I mean, I remember hating Puck. And he made a, he made a career out of it for a good five years, oh, right? Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a, a, a wasn't he a VJ? <laughs> for a while on TV. I haven't heard that term in so long. I know. <laughs> when I said it, I was like, I don't know if that still fits now. Pop quiz, pop quiz, when you hear the fr- when you hear VJ, who immediately jumps to mind and why is it Kennedy? Oh, mine oh, wasn't Kennedy. Dude. Mine was Carson Daly. Oh, Carson You're Daly. You're so young. Sure. I know. God. God. Sure. And I had a mad crush on Kennedy. Kind of still do. You want to talk mad 90s crush? Uh, where I work at Spacely Sprockets, uh, we have Lisa Loeb doing in-company uh, PSAs and weird stuff. It's weird seeing like, my first childhood crush in like my internal work portal on the computer. Now it's just, it's just weird. That's so awesome, <laughs> Dude, she still got it. But that's sort of a theme with you. You've always had like, a, you've got a real like angry inch for the, the office hot uh, girl. Like, yeah, you, especially you in like that, Jenna Fisher in the office, that especially in like that music video bad. where she's wearing like the black, like the black stockings, the cute black dress, the reddish hair and the glasses. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. That was the best noise. Where did that noise come from, Brando? <laughs> yeah. Letter, Letter yeah. Kenny season five, I believe. <laughs> that is not a Brando original. Oh, that was good. I liked that. That was pretty fucking funny, actually. But yeah, Office Hot is my my weakness. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Hmm. So I had a I had a funny moment, you know. I just like anybody, I was jumping around on Spotify, and um, you know, I listen to music while I'm working on my house, whatever. And I go in like phases, and I was going through this all out '80s, like just put on whatever it was. It wasn't going for pop. I wasn't going for you know '80s hip hop. I was just going for the whole lane French dance music. No, I mean this is just eighties, right? Not you ain't got modern. to die, Craig. <laughs> no, believe me, believe me. I definitely have some French pop that I listen to, but it's modern. It's now. It's not from the eighties. Anyhow, I'm listening, and a song comes on that I'm somewhat, for whatever reason, I'm kind of like guilty, shameful about the fact that. I always listen to this song. I always sing this song through. And while I'm sitting there listening to it, it occurs to me that it's one of those songs that's like like an Anglo anthem litmus test. You know, like if you stop on this song, you might be a little too Caucasian. <laughs> so let me guess. Let me guess. For foreigner. Okay. <laughs> okay, so no, mine's worse. Mine was Bruce Hornsby in the range. Okay, like I literally, I I hear that, and I'm look. I'm not trying to tell you that that's all the music. I don't. I rarely listen to anything, but that song comes on, and I hear that piano riff, 
and I stay on the damn song. I do. And I swear to God, there's songs like that, that throughout that eighties, all out eighties trip, there's a good five or six songs that, and maybe i'm totally wrong for thinking this way but it completely was a like a separation bruce hornsby enya orinoco flow (laughs) i totally forgot about that song but i let that song play through the end so you said you said enya i'm gonna blow your mind right now remember that (laughs) remember that commercial from the 90s pure moods yeah yeah yeah, the one that would wake you up at two in the morning because it was louder than the normal uh-huh. television volume. Yeah, yeah, that's still true, by the way. They still play it louder. Yeah, that's commercials are bullshit. I remember they had those boxes in Target where you could go and press the button and listen to like a second of the song. I miss those. So what's your guys' guilty, I can't believe I'm this white, I'm listening to this song? ABBA. What's the song? Any of them. Doesn't matter. Dancing. <laughs> That's pretty good. That makes me feel better about Bruce <laughs> It really does. And and I got to, there's a, there's an asterisk for Becky. Becky, you cannot pick, like, if you pick something country, I'm not it picking has country. to be, it's not going to be country? It's not going to be country. Okay, because I was gonna make you go Brooks and Dunn levels of stupidity. Oh no! If you were gonna, okay. if I'm going country, it's gonna bring it's gonna be Neon Moon. Hands oh, perfect. Down. Okay, yeah. Hands Boots down. Boots Boogie would have been or, acceptable. Or uh, Fishing in the Dark. Uh, I don't by know. The nitty gritty band. <laughs> That's that definitely meets all the standards yeah. for a band name. I'm sorry. Does does let me guess? Fishing in the Dark has a banjo player. I believe so. Correct? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. I think it sounds like it's about catfish, catfisting. Catfisting? Oh, noodling. A, oh, noodling. Oh, okay. I was like, catfisting, that's a new one. I got an urban dictionary of that one. Oh, it's, no, you know don't, what? Don't. <laughs> it's from King of the Hill. I just love King of the Hill. Mike Judge, I think, captured some real truths about Southerners. And look, have you ever seen King of the Hill, Becky? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brando probably had the best breakdown of how to understand the difference in Republicans from 20 years ago <laughs> and Republicans now. And I don't want to rob him of the line. Brando. Republicans in the 90s were basically Hank Hill. Republicans now are Dale Gribble. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so true. It true. It's so true. So true. I love that. Do you guys want to laugh at my current guilty pleasure? But hey, I need to tell you my song. Okay. Because it's not country. Okay, let's do it. It's Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. I could probably still wrap that entire thing. Oh, I know the entire thing. The entire thing. That video. Let's go out to karaoke. (laughs) Oh, we will. We need to. When when I'm back, we're on. Oh, hell Um, yes. I, but I remember that video. What's funny about fucking Vanilla Ice to me is that video was shot at the top of uh, like this really touristy. It's now a big tourist spot in Dallas, Fort Worth. But at the time, it was this fucking little club that was called Level Five. And it was mostly kids. Like we're talking you know 
16, right? And mm-hmm. they emptied it out to shoot that video. When the, you see the skyline and they're just jumping back and forth in an empty room, that was all in Dallas. And that guy went to Lake Highlands. You remember the controversy where he said he was from the streets of Miami? And he ended up being from the suburbs of Dallas? No. That was a big deal. He tried to sell himself as this hard guy from the mean streets of Miami. <laughs> but he, 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 it, and that <laughs> lasted for like, <laughs> yeah, right. And then it lasted for like a year and a half. And somebody was like, dude, I see your picture in Lake Highlands High School yearbook, yearbook. <laughs> in like the suburbs of Dallas. In the same time, you're supposed to be from the mean streets of Miami. He's like most likely to be a one hit wonder. The- Dude, vanilla vanilla ice would not have survived the mean streets of Miami. Oh hell have no! Seen, have you ever hell seen Cocaine no. Cowboys? That's a hell of a documentary. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. But you know, the guy I can't I can't totally dog him out. I that song is like you cannot. That song is like a chef's kiss. That song. I and like I got that a fun. Song. I just learned a fun fact about that music video too. Phrase. Huh? I just learned a fun fact about that video. I don't know how What's I that? came across this on YouTube, but uh, in an, he actually has, he bought and had that white drop top 5.0 restored. He still owns it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, look, he's actually an interesting guy. He, he still, is. he has a show that I kind of like about him remodeling uh, homes and stuff. I freaking love that show. I love that show. It's, I mean, look, not like I said, I can't totally dog him, but at the time, at the time, I could do every dance move. In that fucking video. And I mean, of course I played that song. When I was a DJ, I played the shit out of that song. I love that think, song. Think about think about it though. If during his recording career That's a pretty good that's a pretty good white anthem, Becky. Thank you. If <laughs> if during his recording career he was smart with his money, he's just now on easy street. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, that guy's well look, I mean, he's so recognized. I mean, he's that recognizable. That's you know, I know the the beats taken from what uh it's but not no it had that pressure. one extra beat so it wasn't plagiarism yeah <laughs> but they do that shit all the time man i always get do so you know excited that... when i hear that beat and then it's not ice ice baby and then i get oh like... you hear david bowie drop in and you're yeah. like no I'm like oh gosh it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> i get all hyped up in my car i'm like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna do it and then i'm like <laughs> then it's like oh and then this I'm like, got wah, meaning wah. This has got a message. Oh, Change. <laughs> yeah, the the I think that um when when my dad was on America's Got Talent, they had to change they had to subtly change the actual score of Sinatra's music. Like so there's subtle changes there mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't have to deal with copyright issues. You figure that's sold to be in the public domain by now. No, man. Mm. Apparently, I mean, not to get into that, but yeah, Sinatra's fa- like the the family Sinatra owns all of it. Mm-hmm. Good, smart move by them. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they 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 license all their own stuff, from what I can understand. Which, when you know, you can imagine when you're when your dad is singing Sinatra on America's Got Talent, and your mom is dancing around with Jerry Springer. All your nightmares really just don't have anywhere to belong. <laughs> What's it you like? Knowing that Jerry, <laughs> what's it like knowing that Jerry Springer tried to cop a feel on your mom? Oh man, Everything. I just, I, I kind of wish there was an opportunity to 
rush the stage and have the big bald security guard like keep me at bay. Steve? You know? Oh, Steve? Steve? I remember that guy. Dougie yeah. Nelson. <laughs> he had his own show for a while. That's my mom. Get your hands off my mom. <laughs> That's my mom. Yeah, no, look. I just know it freaked me out. It just freaked me out to see they were dancing around backstage. I mean, listen to this. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but it's just in a in a like a matter of five five minutes. My an image flashes by the screen of my mother. Uh, all right, fuck it. I'm going to tell the goddamn story now. Shit. All right. So brevity, brevity, brevity. I know, I know, I know. So my my dad sings Sinatra very very well. He gets on America's Got Talent and he goes for his audition. Now he kept going in the show. That's a different story. The audition episode is on YouTube. You can look him up. His name is Paul Salos and just look up Paul Salos audition. You can enjoy it. But to be the kid in the thing that freaks you out is right as he's going on, I'm sitting on the floor with my wife, Brooke, now wife Brooke behind me. And I just sort of, uh, unconsciously like lightly put my hands together. You can hear that. And I kind of rub my palms together and I'm like, here we go. And the moment I said that I go, here we go. The camera goes, I mean, switches from a shot of the, the stage right to my mother standing next to Jerry Springer. And my mother goes, here we go. And I fucking had a meltdown. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> It was like the like I sent her a fucking text message to say it with my brain, and then she said it. It freaks me out, and then immediately my dad starts singing. Now, full disclosure, he's really great at singing Sinatra, and if you hear that all the time, you grow a real. You don't really like. I don't like Sinatra. Okay, I don't like Sinatra music because it's been driven in my brain. Mm-hmm you know, on Saturday mornings uh, when I was in high school. And that is the exact same reason why I have a real love-hate relationship with James Taylor. So you feel me on that, right? And it's not that I don't respect the music, right? I love, get it. And I'm there watching my dad. And so, but you understand, he's singing. I'm losing my brain because of my telepathic connection with my fucking mother. And then the screen flashes and she's dancing with Jerry Springer. (laughs) Then it's over and the entire audience, including David Hasselhoff, oh, Sharon Osbourne, my God. <laughs> and uh, Pierce Morgan, oh, are all giving guy, my continue. stepdad a standing ovation. And I'm just having a meltdown. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my crazy ass story. Hope you Wait, enjoy. Hang, the- hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Again, I don't. I never watched the show aside from that one clip, and it's been a very long time. Was Piers Morgan really a talent judge? Yeah, 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 yeah. Were they I think, desperate? I think they I were think looking they for were... like a replacement for Simon Cowell. Oh, a British cut. That's right. Gotcha. That's, that, yeah. that's what they got. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You nailed it. Or like, because the aren't they like battling networks? So they were looking for their network version of Simon Cowell. Yes. If I, if I ever meet Jeremy Clarkson, I'm going to buy him a beer for punching that guy in the face. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson's a big man. Mm-hmm. So we got everybody's uh, white bummers in there. I got to move on. I know we had said we were talking about J.J. Watt earlier. 
Uh, Becky, I sent yeah. you these pictures for anybody who's listening. We're going to post it on Instagram probably as soon as we're done recording the show. But we're going to get an opinion here on how many people see the really clear resemblance of the rock biter, a character from the never ending story, an eighties kid movie, nightmare, tall tales type fantasy story, which I love. And, uh, JJ Watt. And I'm telling you, listen, it makes me, is this where it started for you, Becky? Did you have a really unhealthy relationship with the never ending story? I probably probably did. Who didn't? (laughs) It kidding. couldn't have been the it no. couldn't have been the racing slug or the racing snail. No, uh-uh. that guy. that movie gave me nightmares. Like it freaked me out. I too. still can't rough. watch it. I still can't watch it. I feel With bad for my kids. Yeah, no, uh, uh-uh. that movie was devastating. No, it was an acid trip of a movie for a kid. It to was, watch. yeah. Like when he's talking to the turtle and that turtle's got all this crazy shit going on. And they're not like, and they're scary. Like they're not like. They're scary. Yeah. They're they're what my my nightmares are made of. Well, that's what, I guess that's what Tall Tales were supposed to be, right? Like they were supposed to be these scary. I mean, I I don't remember seeing anything like that. Mm -mm. I guess the dark, the dark crystal freaked me out. That one. Yeah. That one was scary too. But the way the puppets looked. Like the puppets looked weird to me. Brando confession. Can beat it. Confession time. The furnace in Home Alone scared me as a child. Uh. <laughs> 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 All I just pictured right now was in the furnace and the brave little toaster. That's all no, I a, pictured. It was, it was a pretty demonic looking, the no. evil looking furnace. No, it was a furnace. It was a furnace. It was just. It was the large marge of furnaces, if you will. That's funny. Dude, I love that the Pee Wee's Big Adventure comment, man. I love the. I I I mean, look, I went to high school in Texas, so that stupid scene where he's on the phone and they don't believe he's in Texas, and he just screams out, "The stars and stripes are big and bright," and everybody stops. <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> I those are that cracks me up on so many levels now this many years later. I think it's so much funnier to go back and watch movies like that because they're funny for different reasons. Oh now. yeah. You know what I mean? Mhm. I mean they really are. Totally. I I love those old 80s comedies. I what's a good 80s comedy that you just keep you can't not turn the channel from old com- maybe not 80s but old comedy for you becky what would you what's your one you can't you find yourself watching more than you ever planned i brought like fast times at ridgemont high is uh, always one of my faves uh bill and ted <laughs> bill and ted's amazing have you seen the new one not yet uh-uh. oh dude if you want a stupid fun time watch the new one. i know Shock i've been like I've, i'm like i want to watch it but i i like need to like build myself up to it <laughs> Oh man, it's not, it's so, they, they, it's so good. I'm so, I'm so scared with like sequels, like later on, because they've done such a bad job with some of them that I'm like, (laughs) I've never seen Star Wars. Excuse me. Sorry about that. 
Whoa. I've never seen Hang Star on. Wars. Hang on. All right. Never. Pause the dork bus. You've and never that, seen no. any Star Wars. No. Okay. Not okay. one. Not Hang one. on a sec. Uh-uh. We have a lot to unpack right now, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear from our sponsor. You've been listening to The Brevity Box, brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. If you like this cast or want to find some other great topics, join me, Optimist, on the Retro Futurist Culture Podcast for great discussions on all things retro future. Check it out at ruminationsradionetwork.com. And we're back. How the fuck have you never seen a Star Wars movie? I've just, I've, I'm not interested yeah. in that at all. Like... I just have but no you, interest. But you never like, you know, were around one or had to watch one on one of your awful dates as a teenager? Okay, listen. How did no. You get around one? No. How did you get well, I guess because you were a cheerleader and running with the football squad? Right? Yeah. Oh that's, oh, oh, that's right. You were hot and popular. So yeah. That's, I wasn't. That, that's I I honestly, Brando, that like just made my entire life that you thought I was hot <laughs> in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have such, I'm like, no, I probably wasn't. I was a cheerleader and I dated a basketball player, but I don't, I honestly don't believe I was ever hot. Like I had pumpkin orange hair in high school. Let's, let's be real here. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. And I always felt like I like, like I know everyone always says, oh, I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in. I just felt like people were using me for my house. Like in all reality, like that's where. Oh, my God, crew came from. They, <laughs> they they probably were. They were. Because <laughs> listen, because my parents would let boys spend the night. Oh shit. We had a okay. hot tub. We had a swimming pool. Oh Jesus. Yep, yep, yep. They totally you had did. the best little whorehouse in Texas. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm surprised babies weren't conceived there. But you they don't definitely know that. used you for your were. house. Oh, totally. Because, and like, my mom. My mom would cook for them. Like, I'm for sure, like, the only reason why I was, like, a tad bit popular in high school was because of my house. Like, nobody cared about me. It was just like, oh, let's go over to Becky's. Well, I mean, you still got a cool house, right? Yeah, I had a cool house. And I had, well, the, I I had the hottest boyfriend in in school. So, I mean, there was a payoff, so... Yeah, but let me tell you something. <laughs> this is this is what we were. I was laughing about this. I'm going to make another Thirty Rock reference. There's an episode of Thirty Rock where uh, Liz Lemon goes back to a high school reunion, and in <laughs> in her brain, she imagines that she was very unpopular and nobody talked to her, nobody liked her, and so she feels like she has this low self esteem about it. And of course, she goes back. Mm-hmm. And everybody there is really upset that she showed up because they think of her as a bully. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, and so the, the it was funny because the show starts off where she's having these flashback memories from the way that she's telling the story. And then when she actually goes to the reunion, those same memories are played back, but as the reality. And why you start realizing that she was kind of a dick to everybody in high school didn't didn't she take a jab at one of her peers mother's eating disorders or something like that something really horrible yeah it was all coincident like right she was she thought she was being funny 
Anyways, I said the same thing about Brooke because like we were talking about her high school and she's like, no, I wasn't really popular. I go, I bet you if you went back for your 30 year reunion, people would be like, you were you thought you were better than everybody else because you didn't talk to anybody because that's oh. usually how it works. Right. If you're kind of yeah. shut in and you, you feel nervous and you're not mm-hmm. uh, going out to talk to people and you're not outgoing like that. People don't perceive that from the outside, like you're shy or that your self-esteem yeah. is low. They just think you're They a think bitch. you're stuck up yeah. and aloof. Yeah. Right? They mm-hmm. think, oh, well, that, they don't even want to talk to you. They don't give you the time of day. They're, they're not interested. They, that's, it's always hilarious that it works out like that, but that's usually how it works out, right? Totally. That's exactly and, how it is. Am I the the weird one for just thinking that high school reunions are a dumb thing? I mean, it was a blip in our lives. Nothing we did back then really matters. And the people you want to keep in touch with, you probably do anyways, made easier by social media. Right. The only person I talked to from high school was the girlfriend that I made out with during Saving Private Ryan. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bring it back. <laughs> I think I think you just go to high school reunions to be like, oh yeah, you made fun of my forehead in high school. Look at my forehead now; it's all botoxed up, bitches. Like, <laughs> like you just like, or like, oh look at you, Karen. You have five kids. Guess what? My vagina still looks like it did in high school. Boom. Fucking like Karen, I don't have the robe miles on my badge. <laughs> My, I can, uh, it's not like throwing a hot dog in a hallway for me. Like, <laughs> it's like throwing two hot dogs. That's right. <laughs> Boom. No, no I, mean, I, I, I don't know, man. There's times, uh, like, re, I'd say about four or five months ago, randomly, because I, I was flipping through stories on YouTube, there was a, a news break of a bus that had gotten, like, hijacked right somebody jumped on a a city bus and took the driver at gunpoint and made him drive it was like speed Mm -hmm. it happened in my where i went to high school like right around uh, richardson garland texas and you know i'm just kind of watching and seeing if it's you know sometimes you see something from your old neighborhood you want to see if there's you know a place you recognize or something and the guy you know they always have a moment where if the guy gets apprehended, they'll talk to the sergeant or they'll talk to a lieutenant and the police officer gets up to the some makeshift podium or holds a mic or whatever, mm-hmm. and gives a little press briefing. And I'm sitting there like eating a bagel or some shit. And the guy that walks up is a guy I went to high school with who I haven't spoken to probably since I was 18. And he's a lieutenant in the police department there in Garland. And I mean, it was a trippy ass moment but like you were saying typically i wouldn't think oh i wonder it's not really in that that thing i think about routinely i wonder how that guy's doing yeah but once i saw him i mean we were really close friends at the time and it was had you know when you're friends with somebody in high school i mean it's just life is built to sort of pull those relationships aside right Mm -hmm. So uh, I think I just didn't, you know, you lose track of people, but man, when we were together, I mean, this the same situation you were kind of saying about your house, Becky, mm-hmm. he, all the house parties were at his house and I would DJ the house parties at his house mm-hmm. and his mom would be the, the cool mom that would let us drink. And 
it was a it was a really cool setup because she was just this really like like a, a hard to explain this Cuban lady that just was full of attitude and humor right. and their whole family was and the, her his dad was sort of the straight laced kind of the Hank Hill white guy right and <laughs> the house parties were like legendary because mm-hmm. they would they would rather have us there I'm sure your parents were the same way yeah They'd rather have eyes on you. And let you do what you were going to do anyway. Exactly. And they had that sort of attitude about it. Right. right. My mom said to me all the time, she was like, I know what I did in high school. She's like, and I'm not stupid. I know you're going to do it. So let's have a safe place for you guys to do it. I just don't want to hear about it. I wonder how many UTIs that hot tub was responsible for. Oh, so many. (laughs) So many of my own. Of my own. (laughs) <laughs> I bet every time there was an outbreak of pink eye, people just put caution tape Oh my tape god, I have, the be- I have the best pink eye story. Okay, you're on the hook. You got to tell it. Okay, now. so um, <laughs> my I got this like really bad nickname. Um, like my first couple of years working, uh, it was pink eye because and you have to call out sick when you have pink eye because it's really contagious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's like, Becky, how'd you get pink eye? How'd you get pink eye? And I was like, oh, guys, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And they're like, no, you have to tell us. And I was like, I, I don't know. And so at the time I was dating this guy that was in um, the military. He was a firefighter on base. And come to find out, like, after everything, he's a drug dealer. Had no idea. <laughs> As is tradition. Come right. to find out. Come to find out. I like that segment. <laughs> find out. He's a drug but, dealer. But before I found out he was a drug dealer, um, we we got really drunk one night and he was like, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to put your butt. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like uh. and he like, I don't know what happened, but he like flipped me over. Mr. Butt stuff. He flipped me over and then he came on my face. <laughs> and I got like, <laughs> I got pink eye from him coming on my face. <laughs> so for like for the whole time I was at this other hospital, my nickname at the hospital was Pinky. <laughs> oh eye infections God. are no laughing matter, people. They are. So you're so you're ophthalmologist. <sighs> Take it for Brandon. Well, he's, he's had many guys come in his eye. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Um. Yeah. God, that is the best way to get pink eye I've mm-hmm. ever heard of. I mean, if, if you're gonna you know, get it, go big or go home, right? I gotta tell you, we're gonna save that story <laughs> for I. I have these. I'm seriously gonna try. Someone's to reach gonna out retell that on your wedding day. Oh, I hope no, they do. I want to. I how how many do you do you think this happens to porn stars quite frequently? Don't you? I bet it does. I mean, how could Can it you not? Imagine? How could it not? How could How it not? How could it not? So that's that's well, kind of apparently Sasha Gray makes her money playing Sekiro on Twitch now, so you can go ask her. Dude, what? I want I would totally want to interview. I, there is a list of porn stars I would love to have on. And I would, just talk and, and look, I just want to listen you, to them. <laughs> but here's the thing. I actually I don't I don't want to talk to them about making porn though. Like I, I want to actually talk I want to talk to the person behind the character. Because they I have a great character. So you you're know, going, and I you're going deep. You want to go. Well, I just want to have deep. fun with that person, yeah. right? I want to. I want to be like a. 
I don't want them to feel like they have to play that play the, role. Like play the it, role. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd rather have the person who's like, God, I'm so sick of everybody talking about my tits. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. I you wouldn't know. know. I, I wouldn't know because I love it. You, Actually, <laughs> hey, see, I bet you, I'm sure many of them are are for it. Yeah, because when you have big boobies, you're like, oh my god, tell me all about them. I love it. I saw it. a video. I, I seriously saw a video of, uh, I got to find the link and I'll post it somewhere. But there is a video of somebody who is doing a Twitch stream. And they're in like an outfit and a bunny outfit with a really tight fitting bra. And somebody on there is typing in that they love their personality and love what they're doing. And this girl gets pissed and she goes, hey, I'm not here for you to tell me I have a good personality. Okay. I'm here for you to comment on my tits. Exactly. Exactly. Like like she's total. You saw it, Brando. Yeah, I've seen that. It's pretty goddamn funny. But it's funny because you don't expect she's like, hey, I'm not here for you to tell me I'm a good person. I'm here for you to talk to make money with my tits. It's part of my marketing strategy and my what did she say? My business plan, my business model. <laughs> she goes, that's my business model is tits. <laughs> I love that. So, Charlie, you mentioned wanting to talk to a porn star and, you know, figure out what, it's, yeah. what their personal life is like. So we can put this link in the uh, podcast description. But if you go on YouTube and just type this can't be happening, comma Stoya, S T O Y A. Oh the first Yeah, thing, I love Stoya. The first thing that pops up is gonna be uh like a 17 and a half minute video. A woman named Chris Christina Hutchinson. She spells her name in a messed up way, so I'm not even gonna try. But basically it says Christina Hutchinson never try to one up a porn star. Because what happened to this woman was the man she's now dating. Had broken up with Stoya and got together with her. So she's going through this crazy ordeal about trying to outdo the porn star, trying to be the better lay than the porn star, trying to compete. Oh my so god. The, so her boyfriend isn't thinking about his ex. But what it actually actually ends up happening is uh they they wind up meeting and actually getting along really well after this comedian hated her in her mind because Stoya started talking about how she actually gets treated in public. Like the fact that once a landlord in New York finds out what she does for a living, it's a real motherfucker trying to get a lease, trying to get a loan, trying to finance a car. All because of what wow. she does for a living. It's yeah, actually, I see that. She says a good. few things in there about how women need to support women. And I think it's actually, it's, it's a fantastic monologue. Highly recommend listening to it. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Thanks for the recommend. Yeah. Well, could you imagine, hey, 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 Becky, could you imagine how you would feel if, you were in a flooded basement and all of a sudden floating around you was butthole fleshlights molded after your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend's anus. Because oh this woman God. knows what that's like. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Great yeah, story. And, and honestly, Stoya is a, that's, that's got to be a crazy story. I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that like brando you had me hooked homework 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 <laughs> guys I'm taking notes uh, 45 <laughs> minutes yeah okay I'm, I'm gonna spend the next from this time until we get on next watching porn i just popped a link into the discord for you guys perfect well hey shit i think this is a good time to call it 
Okay. We're gonna try to keep these uh, episodes a little short. That was fun, Becky. I think you got. I think you're gonna be here really often. I can't. I can't not have somebody who has great pink eye stories uh, not be a continuing. Hey, I'm here to. I'm here to just share my my life uh, life stories with you guys. So. No man, and we we appreciate it. I I will share. I next time we'll have to come with. Uh, no pun intended. We'll have to come with a little. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to come more prepared with uh, our own embarrassing stories. I've got the, I've got one to share for next week. I'll take the I'll take the the brunt of it in the face. <laughs> but Brando, you got to follow up after that one. I'm sure. No, actually, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> oh no, you're I'll not. See how it is. No, you're not. We'll get it out of you. <laughs> she's a pro at getting it out of people man i am i'll let her try <laughs> just, just oh, wear gloves. we gotta be safe <laughs> please say hey brando good luck on your uh your your trip man see you on the other side with your recovery from your second vaccine yes. shot yes dear listener all one of you you probably can't tell about my voice but i am fucking miserable right now and i can't even raise my arm oh man, man. you're gonna you're gonna have some fun tonight Wait, make sure you write down the notes after your fever dream. Oh, yeah. Which is now going to be filled with fever uh, dreams are the pink best. eye and floating buttholes and flooded basements. You're going to have some weird dreams, man. Weirder than usual. That's for damn sure. <laughs> and the rock Becky, biter. Thank you. You're the best. Yeah, you're going to go after the rock biter for sure. Look, we're going to post that. We're going to post the link to that, uh, the, the rock biter JJ Watt comparison. I want to get numbers. When you come back, we're going to, we're going to have that. Like the statistics right up there, and we're gonna ask anybody if they see any difference. I need you one last. Wait. I need one last thing from Becky before we go. Yeah, lay it on, Becky. It's summertime. Uh huh. Cargo shorts on men. Smash or pass? Pass. Fuck. Okay. Like yeah. hard pass. Almost okay. as hard of a pass as jean shorts. Well, no, men. no. Uh, if you wear jorts, you should just kill yourself. Yeah. I got I got one more. I got one more. Okay, what is the hard what is the hard pass shoe? And you can't go easy. Like you can't say Crocs. Okay, what's no, the listen, shoe hard that pass makes you go away? For me, just for yeah. my taste. Yeah, there's a long list. Top three. Top three Vans. I have despised Vans. Fuck. Vans with socks. Oh, makes me want vomit. Um, Birkenstocks for men. Can't stand oh, it. Oh boy. Only hippies wear those. Continue. And flip-flops. I, I can't do a man that wears flip-flops. Flip, flip-flops yeah. are for walking out to the trash can and back. That's that's it. You know We're not what? talking about a house shoe. We're this, talking about out in public, right? This, yeah, but like out in public. Like flip-flops out in public. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't. I literally can't. I... Because I'm, literally, I'm literally wearing cargo shorts and flip-flops right now here's the thing about flip-flops though when you're wearing them out in public not just like in your house you don't have the feet to match like your feet are oh. nasty you got Dude, feet, yeah, okay. feet are nasty you got, people are fucked up you got crusty toes I'm not letting you rub your feet on my legs. I'm sorry. Not in bed. Chance, no way. Chances are you have an ingrown toenail as well. Probably. Or, Foot fetish questions for next episode. Or toe jam. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, listen, I got issues with, with, I got many a foot issue. In fact, 
when at some point I'll tell you how uh, my wife's uh, pretty feet are what kind of sealed the deal for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I can't stand like mangled feet very much. No, no. offense to anybody who's got them. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. I, we're going to end up talking about foot fetishes and uh, flooded butthole basements for the next 30 minutes. If we don't stop. Now. Oh my we God. Stop. I know. We have to stop. <laughs> But to the I next could go episode, on and on and on about flooded butthole basements. I, I think you win the day with your story about your uh your what is it what your money shot pink eye. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and the sad the saddest part is I barely remember any of it. Like my doctor was like, "How did you get pink eye?" And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> I don't know." Ladies and gentlemen, what you may not know is Brandon has an appointment with his ophthalmologist next week, and he's going to find out if Becky is telling the truth or Becky's full of shit and she no, got pink eye a different I way. I swear to God, that is this how I sound, got pink eye. make this up? That's Why the thing would I, I make would that? Why you. would I make yeah, that yeah, up? Like, his dick was literally in my butt, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was like oh, he okay, kicked on, on my hang face. On, hang on. Okay, maybe, again, I'm, I'm a little out of it right now. I must have missed the... The actual butt part. I oh, apologize. yeah. There was butt okay, stuff. That makes, that funny, makes perfect man. sense. There was butt stuff. There was butt stuff, and then he decided to... Like, yeah. he flipped me over Dude, and I'm... then came on my face. And pink eye. And then I got pink eye. And her name was pink eye. And it was pinky. Yeah, yeah Charlie. At I work. Significance of the name. At work for the longest time. <laughs> everybody, like, they changed my voice, Sarah, oh. to pinky. So, like, I'd be in a patient's room, and it would be like... um calling pinky and i'd be like shit that literally like shit yeah <laughs> my god and man. on that bombshell <laughs> yeah you listen that uh, well thanks man that was really cool <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for more stories thanks everybody for joining us on brevity box it was a fun episode and we'll see you next time brevity box is brought to you by ruminations radio network and if you like our show, we have a lot to offer and we have a lot of new shows that are out there. Check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself well now you don't have to hang out with ruminations of red rum all things horror from movies to the latest spooky games we've played come hang out but hurry the killer's behind you